Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Shabbos people in Zoom land can hear me? Yes, we can. Thank you. Loud and clear. Perfect. Okay. Excellent. So, Arav Moshe Betzalel Ben Rachel Miriam Esther Chaim Levas Devar Shifra Bas Miriam Shama Chaim Ben Devar Hena Yosef Chaim Ben Devar Leia Rivka Shoshana Bas Naomi Bas Shevet Devar Hena Bas Yochevet Rivka Bas Chanasar Chaim Shlomo Ben Rachel Simcha David Ben Shengel Miriam Chai Bas Rivka Miriam Menachem Mendel Ben Yochevet Malcolm Moshe Yehuda Ben Chai Yisari Yehudas Brian Bas Devari Rivka Ruchama Pesel Rivka Bas Peral Dina. Yisrael ben Esther Malka, Morcha ben Miriam Rachel, Ephraim ben Malka, Avram Yeshua Heshel ben Zina, Rishka Miriam Yitzchak Isaac ben Git, Bechayah ben Gisha, Avram Menachem ben Esther, and Malka Kreindel Bas Rezel. So we will be starting, we'll backtrack, we left off at the end of the Mishnah yesterday on Pei on the days, but we'll go back a couple of lines into the Mishnah, so that will be the springboard to the beginning of today's stop. Uh, by the way, just as an aside, yesterday I made a comment 
when we were dealing with the Bas Kayin or Bas Yisrael that had a Ben Kayin, Ben Levi, and Ben Yisrael, and I said that uh, she could have, her sons could have all three Elias on Monday, Thursday, and Mincha, not so Right, so you have the situation. I was thinking during the day, what did I say? You're going to have, uh, when you have brothers, you don't give uh, brothers consecutive aliyahs on Shabbos. So, oh, so that's true. So that's one of the differences. So the person say, first of all, it's not a lacha, it's a custom, it's a minute because of ayin hara that we don't do it. L'chachila halachically, you could give aliyahs to brothers consecutive. Consecutive alias to brothers. But it's because of Ayin Hara, we say don't give a father, son, brothers. So what about full brothers? Definitely that would apply to. But the question is, if here there are only brothers from the mother, whether the rule of Ayin Hara is so strict. So where the rule came from. So, right, right. You'd never know that's true. So, but she'd be, it would be famous in the show, though, that these are three half-brothers. I mean, that's the story of that. So, not so simple, but, uh, uh, so in everything you learn, there's basically something you could segue into something else. Anyways, so starting, uh, in the mish, let's just go back. We're going to start. It says the in Nisa. So that's about four lines before the end of the Mishnah. So it says, uh, and by the way, this in Mishnah, as we said yesterday, is a second separate Mishnah, but we're going to compare the end of the Mishnah to the beginning of the Mishnah, so that's why, as we get into the Gemara, so that's why we'll start over here. So it says, in this is Shlobeshus, Muteris Lasoloi, if she gets married, if this woman, whose husband, as we said, traveled to Medina Sayyam, and she remarried on the basis of testimony of two witnesses, here means not with a shusabezin because she didn't need it. She got married with the testimony of two witnesses, and then it, it turns out that her husband is alive. He came back. So Muteris Lasole, she can go back to her first husband. That's rule number one. Nisa's up he bezin. If she got married through Bezin's permission, and this is with one eight, it's going back to the beginning halacha. Then Tese, she must leave her second husband, Upetura min hakarbin, and she's exempt from a carbon. And this is going back on the first case that we just mentioned. Rashi says, And Tese here means from the second husband. So we're repeating that. Maybe the Gemara is going to discuss that in the, the Lushan here. When you look at the Lushan and the Mishnah, it's a little bit confusing. But this Tate says from the second husband, the Chayevus to Carbon, and Yafukayach Bezin, Shapaitra bin a Carbon, the strength of Bezin is that she's exempt from a Carbon. Hirua Bezin, Nasib, Halchav, Kokola, and she's Nizana, and she does other immoral things. Chayevus to Carbon, Shemoyhi Tirua, Elohim Nasay, because she's only given permission under these extenuating circumstances to marry, but not to do other non-kosher things, and therefore she'd be chayva carbon because she was an ashesidish shedzinsa. So the Gemara starts off by saying that a tani seifa, we're analyzing the beginning of the Mishnah and the end of the Mishnah. So the tani seifa, because we learn in the seifa that nisa shaloi v'rshus muteris lasaloi, because we're saying at the end of the Mishnah that when she gets married without the permission of Bezdin, but through the testimony of two Aiden, we said Muteris Lasaloi. So what does this mean? What does it mean that Muteris Lasaloi? It's a pretty strong statement to say that she's allowed to go back to her first husband. So the Sefer must be referring to a case, Shaloi B'Shus Bezdin means El Aiden, because when you, when you first look at the Mishnah, you say Shaloi B'Shus Bezdin, she did a bad thing. But the Mishnah is saying, no, Muteris Lasaloi. So the only case we could be talking about where it would be Muteris Lasaloi, in other words, we're not blaming the woman for marrying the second husband, it has to be the Aiden. So we're establishing in the Sefer that the Sefer case Dealing with Aiden, where she had full permission to remarry. 
So what does that mean? If we go back to the ratio of the Mishnah, where we're saying the Amrullah, and as we said yesterday, as Rashi explained, the Amrullah, the Mufarshan, the Shash, Taisus Yantif, discuss why the Lushan of plural is used, but it's up there, as Rashi says, it's eight echad, Mukal the Reisha, Bershus Bezdin, Ube eight echad. So we see that the first case of the Mishnah is dealing with a case of eight echad with the permission of Bezdin. So what do we see? Alma eight echad nem. So what do we see from this? We see the way we're medayik from the Sefer to the Reisha that our Mishnah is teaching us that eight echad nem and one witness is believed. So before we continue with the Gemara, the Gemara is going to bring another couple of cases where we see eight echad is believed and we're going to ask for a source for that. It's important to look at Taisus because Taisus here, Mechlal, the ratio of the shus bezdin of the eight echad alma eight echad mehem and the nolan. Right now in the Havamid of the Gemara, we think eight echad is nemandai raisa. But if that's the case, why do we need bezdin involved over here by eight echad? The Gemara seems to be saying that eight echad is nemandai So if that's true, it should be so strong that you should not need bezdin. So Taisus says the is talking about the chashda the eight echad mehem and the raisa. Why do we still need Rishus Bezdin? There's still certain things where the, the eight echad is not believed. And you still have to ask Bezdin's Rishus to get a psaf that she should be permitted to remarry based on the testimony of the one eight. But by two Adam Hadavar you do a Shikimateris, the Afal Gav the Savar Afshab the Neman Minatira Kamashnaim, even though the Mar right now is going on the track that Aidachud is believed Minhatira, Mikomokan Asura Lasar, she would not be allowed to go back to her husband. Because as we said yesterday, one age she has to do the research. Even the tire, even if you're learning that eight echad is neman min she would still have to do the research, and therefore it's a surlasar. So that's Tyson's explaining the Havamina the Gemara. So back to what is the Right. So Tyson is alluding to certain things that the Bezdin has to deal with. He doesn't go into details what, but still, even if Eid Echad is Min you still need Bezdin to address certain points. Tyson is explaining if Eid Echad is so strong, if the Gemara is saying if Eid Echad is so strong, what do you need Bezdin for? So Tyson is explaining, even with the Havamina that eight echad is Minatira, you still need Bezdin. And even if you're believed Minatira, she still had to be Neva, she still had to be Daika and then Minzibah. So back to the Gemara. So we see, we back to the Gemara, three lines into the Gemara. It says, Ama eight echad Neman. We see from our Mishnah, from the Deik Sefer Teresha, that eight echad is Neman. And not only that, we have other cases of Tananami. We learned in a Mishnah also, Hufsukulias must see an ABPA. You could have testimony where an aide hears testimony from another witness and he could testify regarding the marriage status of this woman. And not only that, the Isha woman from a woman, the Isha and a woman can testify even just hearing from an Evid or Shivcha, Alma Eid Echad Mehem. And so here's another case where we see Eid Echad is believed. Now, this Raya, this mission that we're bringing over here, is going above and beyond our Eid Echad case of the mission. Not only are we saying that a, a man eight echad may be good from our Mishnah? We're bringing here that an eight echad it could be a certain soul puzzle type of Avis, a woman from a woman and a woman from an evet. So this Mishnah is even going above and beyond that. That these types of people. Uh, Puzzle Aedis typically can testify in the case of the marital status of a woman, and not only that. Here it's not even they heard the testimony of these people in a Bezdin, let's say, it's just from hearsay, another Chiddush of this particular mission. So this mission that we just brought has a couple of Chiddushim that not only it could be an Isha giving testimony, it could be hearsay. question is how far this mission would go. Let's say the person's a Russia, who's a typical puzzle to aid it. Would such a person be allowed to testify? So the question is Machlekes as far as that goes. What? Karev could be, could be also, I think the Karev would be possibly good over here.
But uh, we, we see how far we go. But the point is, we see the main point of the Gemara is eight echad is believed over here. So uh, that's just said. Now we have another case. It's not only we also learned in the mission a third case, eight echad aimer achat chelav. One witness comes and says, you ate chelav, and therefore you should bring a carbon. But who aimer lechalti? And he denies, he says, there's no way I ate chelav, so putter, he is putter from bringing carbon. So what do, what do we see from here? Tamid aimer lechalti. It's Dafka because he said, I did not eat it. What's the implication? But if he kept quiet and didn't say anything, the aid would be believed, and he would have to bring a carbon. And as Rashi says, and it's not an issue of bringing chulun lazar, he'd be required to bring a carbon. So Alma, once again, we see, the aid echad mehemet. So we see that uh, we see that eight echad is believed. So the question is, we see all these cases that eight echad mehem and eight echad is believed. So the Gemara asks, the rise to know what is the source of eight echad? How do we know that eight echad would be believed? We learned that a he has to realize that he has to bring a carbon and not that others have to tell him. So you would think that this pasuk would apply even if he doesn't deny it. He should be pottered. If he does, if he does not deny it, as long as he finds out that he did it, even through, and we'll see what the case is, he's still obligated to bring a carbon. So the Gemara is going to discuss now what is this case in the Brisa to try to prove its case at eight echad neman in a case like this min So hey, what is the case? If we say the case is two Adam came, like a Makhashlohu, and he didn't deny it, Kralamali, what do you need a Pusik? If two people, two Adam came and said that you ate Chalet, he would of course have to bring a carbon, no need for the Pusik. Ella, Lavchad, it must be one aid came over here. And if he doesn't deny it, so you believe the one aid, Mehemen. So you see that one witness is believed. Now we see Rashi over here, interesting Rashi. Rashi says the apume. He brings a carbon chatas through the testimony of one aid, who misachla, and he can eat and the carbon can be eaten because if he was not if the eight echad was not believed. Maybe it's chum bazar. So the first should discuss why does Rashi say over here achila as opposed to shchita bazar. That's an interesting point. The first Rashi in the Gemara says loyam in chum bazar kamaisi, and here Rashi is bringing the fact about eating the not shchita. Shchita itself would be a problem. But either way, we see over here that one aid is believed, so this should be the proof. So now the Gemara is going to try to refute and be successful in refuting this proof, because the Gemara says, my, how do you know that this the reason why he brings a carbon is the Mishun the Mehenen, and that we believe Eidech, maybe it's because he was quiet. And therefore, and Shasika would be like admitting to it. So therefore, that's why he brings a carbon teda, and we could even bring a ride to this. The Tani Sefer, because we learn in the Sefer of this very same Brisa, if two people said that this person ate chaylev, who amr and he says, I did not eat chaylev, so Potter, he's, uh, he's exempt from being a carbon. To bring a carbon chattis, you have to be open and willing to admit that you did the Avera. Even if you have two Adam, and we'll see more on Ahmed Aleph even about that, just to stress that point. Rameyer Machayev, and Rameyer obligates, if two people say he ate chayv, he denies it, Rameyer says you're chayv. Going so far as the last place on the Yom, it says, when you take a mashkin in it's not the same as other situations where you have to bring a chadas, because over there, the nichalahuba kapara, the loy loy mashkuni. In other cases, if the person realizes he has to bring a carbon chadas, he doesn't argue, he wants the kapara. Here, the person is arguing. So, according to a mayor who obligates the person, 
to bring a garment, you even have to take a mashkin from him because he's denying it. Anyway, so Amar Rameir, Rameir says, why do I say that he's tired? Kavachaymer, in heavy uhu shnaimu de misa chamura, if the two witnesses can bring a person to misa, which of course is so much chamur, more chamur, lo yadi uhu de carbon akal shadi not, should the two witnesses not have the power to bring the individual to be obligated to bring a carbon. So that's the reason for a mayor's position over here. Armavoice of the Rabbanan said, no, we have a time against that because my emir tzalaymer mazin ayisi. The person who is being told by the two witnesses that he's obligated, that he ate chaylev, can say I was amazing and get out of the carbon. So first let's look at Rashi because it's sort of an implication back to the proof now as to one witness should be believed, because the way Rashi presents it, Rashi says, in He is able to exempt himself from the carbon. The eight Aiden Aiden cannot counterclaim what this person is saying. He said he did it amazing. He's not obligated in the carbon. So therefore, if he says, I didn't eat it, he's also believed. Sort of like a migui over here. He could have said a stronger taina that he did it. He could have said the mazes. So you believe him when he says, loyachalti against the two witnesses. you shun him, ask that question. We'll discuss an answer to that in a second. With a fliku baha, and because they're arguing in the case of two witnesses, Machlal the Reisha Eid Echad Omer Achalta, the Daik Minacha Ishtik Chayav Divrei Hakali. So we're proving from here right now, from the fact that the Rabbanan and Rabbanan are arguing the Seifa by two witnesses, Leachalti. So we see that they're not arguing by the first case, and everybody would agree, even the Rabbanan Eid Echad Neman. To, to make the guy be obligated in a carbon. So that's the proof right now. We're holding eight echanemon is a proof in a Torah that they would be, that he would be obligated to bring a carbon. Now what do you do with Ain Adam? So the last, Tysus Hashanah asked that question. I wasn't clear on his answers, but the best answer that I did see is, you wouldn't apply Ain Adam Mason Hatsumai Russia here. Why? Because he doesn't want to bring a carbon lazar. If he really didn't uh, do the Avera, the Shaige, he doesn't want to be, it's not a case he's going to make himself for Russia. It could be true. He, if He's saying he's amazing, but it's not that he's making himself for Russia. He doesn't want to bring a carbon, chulen uh, carbon to the earth. If he was truly amazing, he would not be obligated to bring a carbon. So he's not going to make himself for Russia. Right, he doesn't want to, he was amazing, so he knows he'll do tshuva for it, but he doesn't want to be put in a position where he's going to bring a carbon lazar. The other answer is also given on this, but uh, we'll go further, because I didn't have a chance to look at the other answers, even though I know they're out there. So anyway, so Reisha, now the question is on the Reisha, going back to the Reisha now. The Reisha says, my time come a and why should the Rabbanan obligate now we have to analyze why in the ratio with one aid would you be obligated to bring a carbon. Once again, we're trying right now we're holding that eight echad naman min hatzhaira. We're going to show that it's not a good proof. Why? Because my kamkachaiva rabbanan. Why would the rabbanan in the ratio obligate the person when he's quiet to bring a carbon? If you want to say, like you're saying right now, that eight is Neman, but that's not true because the Hatrait Alma, the Afukabakumakhishlahu, in whom the Kapatrabana. Even in a case where you have two witnesses coming to say that the person ate Khilab and he's high carbon and he denies it, the Rabbana would exempt you. Because when it when it comes to a carbon like this, you don't make him bring it unless he realizes that he did the affair and he wants kapara. So even with two witnesses he could exempt himself according to their abundant if he said loyachalti. Elalav, what must the reason be in the ratio why the eight echad is believed is because mishum de ishtik, and the only reason why he brings a carbon in the Reisha case is because Shasika and not because Eid Echad is Neman, therefore no proof. So we've refuted the first try at showing Eid Echad Neman or we've proven that we cannot prove it from this case. And Abedmar says, well, mm-hmm. Ella... I mean, is he talking to somebody two that's 
perhaps Rashi doesn't bring that as the reason, but uh, it could be. But the, I think that I think that the stronger reason is because to bring a carbon chatos, you have to be willing to admit that you did the avera, and therefore you want. And if you don't, if you say I didn't do it, so right. We have to, I, I think that's more the stronger reason. I don't think, uh, according to this, at the end over here, we're bringing that legally part over here. That's the way it seems to me. But it's, uh, it's something that could uh, could uh, be researched further. But uh, I, I think it's more that, that when it comes to the carbon chatas or an ashim as we'll see on other days, the person has to want to uh, protect himself as with a kapara over here. Anyway, so the Gore now tries another svar, another way to show Eid Echanem, and El Svarahi. It must be a svar. Why? Because Mida the Hava Achaticha Safik Shalchelos Safik Shalshuman. It's similar to a situation where you have a Chaticha where you're not sure, a piece of meat, you're not sure if it's Chelot, which is not allowed, versus Shuman, which is allowed. But Asa ate Echad, and then one eight comes, Amar Barili to Shuman who, the Mehemen. And now one eight comes and says, you know, it was definitely Shuman, and he is believed. So Rashi says over here, Rashi brings an interesting thing over here, which is also questioned by the Mepharshim, other Rishonim. Rashi says, For sure we believe when somebody says that it's a code, one person says it's a kosher piece of meat, you believe him and you're not chayshet him. Because if not for that, a person can never eat at his friend's house or even rely on his own family. So, therefore, it must be that just from the svara that you believe somebody, as long as there's no reason to expect him, that, uh, that you can trust him. So, you're trusting one aid over here, one person. And the, the Mepharshim asked on this, including the Tyson Yishanim, he says, uh, well, so what? So you won't be able to eat at your friend's house, so you'll be a little inconvenienced. Well, be, well right. Why? Well, he'd have to be a little more careful, even in his own house. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they ask on Rashi, at least on the, especially on the Shel Chaveri part. So, or even in your own house, be stricter, more vigilant, whatever it takes to be a Perfect Jew. So they, they question Rashi on that. Anyways, so the Gemara said, well, that's also discussed over here. Uh, we could go to that Tysis. Let's go to that Tysis. Bari Levishum and the Mehemen. So Tysis says, Yesh Mufarshim the Gamrina Menida, Gomer Belhamadir, Vesafra Lola Atzma, that she counts her own days, and you trust her. Then Timer, Mkenafilus Kaziki Surinami. So therefore, it's a problem. You see, as we'll see in a second, by the Nida, she's the Cheskis Isser. But we see we trust the Nida as an eight Echad that she's counting properly. And therefore, if we're learning from Nida, we should trust her so much that she should overcome the Cheskis Isser, which the one's going to say in a second we do not overcome. Vamari, the re says it's different by Nida. Nida Nehida Shashad Rasa Mikomokan Lois Kazakisur Shatirala Ilam. True right now she's the Cheskis Isser, but we know, especially the rules of seven eleven, that the Nida after seven days will stop seeing Dam Nida, so therefore the it's a it's a Chazaka of Isser that's definitely gonna change. And therefore, you can't learn out that you should overcome a cheskes iser with an eight echa. Because now the Gemara is going to say, so right now we think we have a proof. What? Yeah, so that's also discussed that she had. Right, right, right. That's discussed also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to warn you, uh, you know, here's where I'm at a big disadvantage of being Rabbi Brown, <laughs> because there is so much to discuss here. You know, people in yeshivas learn these lots of Cheska's sister and everything. It's it's really unbelievable how much there is discussed on this. So feel free to fire your questions at me, but I will plead the fifth in many cases, but because uh, we still have the doc to get through. But uh, either way, there's a tremendous amount of stuff. Anyway, so right now the Gemara is saying it's a svara. So the Gemara says, no, it's not a good 
thing. It's not a good comparison. Why? By the case of so you can't bring a proof that Eid Echad is mehemant in this case. There's no cheskes iser over there. Eishes has a cheskes iser. So now the Gemara is going to jump to the other extreme and say, Halak Damya, our case of Eishes Ish is similar to the following. El lachaticha devade chelav. You have a piece of meat that's definitely chelav. Va'asa Eid Echad, and now at one eight comes Amar Barli the Shuman Abed, and he says that this piece of meat was Shuman. The Lord mehemant. He's not going to be believed. So therefore, <coughs> the case is we know, everybody knows that the shuman is that the piece of meat is shuman, that it's good. He's, you know, this case is, oh, the balechev, that everybody knows that this is chaylev. And one aide comes down and says, I know for sure it's shuman. So everybody knows that it's chaylev. This one aide is trying to undo what everybody knows. We don't believe him. He's one aide. Two aide, we believe. One aide, we don't believe. So therefore, by Isha also, everybody knows her to be an Isha's ish. We have one aide who's saying her husband died. So that should be the case. That's what our case in the Mishnah should be like. Which means we should never believe eight echad. The Gemara is going to the other extreme now that you know you can't prove eight echad is even worse. So the Gemara is going to say no, that's not a proof. It's, we're still going to be left in limbo because the Gemara says me dami hasam afilo asav by the by the case of Chaylev, even if a hundred witnesses came, the Gemara says now you're not going to believe them to undo the fact. That we know that this meat is chayl. But here by the Isha, keeping the chiyasabe tray mehemi, if two witnesses came and said that this woman's husband died, we believe them, so therefore chad nami lahemi, so therefore we will also believe one witness. In other words, the Gemara is not sure. It could either, we try to say it's this far, but it's not similar to the case where there's no cheskes iser, and here by the isha there's a cheskes iser. We said the other extreme that you should never believe the eight echa because it's like a chayla vadai, but we said that's different because here if two witnesses came, we could believe the two witnesses for the woman's husband being considered not alive. So therefore we're still stuck. We're back to square one basically. Right. So one of the uh, the Sharim Mitzvah Mahalacha discusses that point. He actually says about the point of and so you would think it should always be two witnesses. How do you do with one? So he brings that um, by, by over here that um, it's only you only say by to Asr some. You only say that to Asr the woman, but to permit the woman, perhaps you don't need two witnesses. He brings in one of the Mepharshim on that point, because obviously we're programmed uh, always two witnesses, Ein Pachas, uh, by Nisha Dover, Ein Pachas, by Erva, Ein Dover, Shekhev, Pachas, Mishnayim. So that's discussed also, but uh, one of the things Mepharshim um, that he brings is uh, discuss, discusses that that's only to Asher the woman, not necessarily to permit the woman. But just as a side point, Rebbe Chanan discusses over here the issue of the Eid Echad versus the Cheskes Isser here. He discusses which one should be stronger. So, because typically, Chazaka, do you say, uh, you say over here that the Chazaka, if you believe the Eid Echad, the Eid Echad is so strong that you should believe the Eid Echad. If one witness is believed in the then that should overcome the Cheskes Isser. So he goes into the whole discussion, how do you view the the Eid Echad versus the Cheskes Isser? In other words, here we're saying right now, the Eid Echad cannot seemingly overcome the Cheskes Isser, but he analyzes the way the Gemara approaches it, but we'll continue on that. It's a bit complicated, but that's one thing to keep in mind. The Eid Echad being Nemam in its herb, Versus the chazaka, because they're really two different things. Echad is coming to be mevar something clearly. The chazaka is teaching us how do we view, based on the fact that there is somewhat of a suffix, how do we view the outcome based on the chazaka? Okay, so now we're going to go to 
approach number three as to why or the source for eight echanem. So we say, Our case of Isha should be similar to the case of Tevel, Hekish, and Kainamis, which are all the Cheskis Iser. And the question is, you believe one person to say that it's been fine, it's been rectified, Truman's been taken, and we're good to go. So the Gemara doesn't wants to analyze this. Is that true? Hi, Tevel, Hechidami. What is the case of Tevel? Either day, if it is Tevel, why do we say we believe him? Because we shouldn't be other He could fix the table. So therefore, if he has the power to fix it, he can overcome the biyadai, overcomes the cheskesis. Rashi learns this is through migui, and therefore, since it's a sort of a type of migui, so he has the power to overcome the cheskesis, and therefore we say, yeah, I mean, he's telling the truth, because he could have fixed it, no problem. The Rush disagrees with that, Shad, he doesn't like the migui, because the migui wouldn't apply by one of the cases that we're about to mention about the Tebel Chaveroi. Uh, the Marik explains Biyaday neutralizes the fact that it's Biyaday, it neutralizes the Cheskis Isser. So different approaches to why Biyaday works. So the Gemara says, he could fix it. El Ba'akar must be a case where he is fixing somebody else's Tebel. So, Mike Suffer, what does he hold? If you hold that he could fix his friends, you're back to the fact that he has the power to do it. So you'll believe him to overcome, let's say, the cheskis And he says, so, and if you say that he requires knowledge of the owner of the other tevo, and he says, and I know for a fact that my friend fixed his tevo, well, we're back to square one. He grew from an own. How do you even know that you would believe him to say that? That's the whole source that we're trying to find right now. How would you know eight echad is neman, where there's a cheskis iser? Where it's not the other. That's what we're trying to figure out. Similarly, Hekish Nami. Ikadushus Damin, if it's Kadushus Damin, Mishim to the other with Daisai, because it's within his power to redeem it. So you believe him. Ikadushus Aguf. And if it's Kadushus Aguf, Ibi Day, if it's his. We say, we, we say, we shouldn't be other than Shulele. He could ask a Chacham, a Shiloh on it and remove the Hektish from it. El of the Achar, so we must be talking about somebody else's Hektish. Ba'amar, and he testifies, I know for a fact that this other guy, my friend, asked the Shiloh on it. So once again, he goes to Manalan. How do you know you'd believe him to say that? Once again, we're, that's what we're trying to figure out here. Kainamis nami, ikasavar, it's a question about a kainam is whether a kainam is just simply a nether, or whether kainam is a lashon of making hektish. So ikasavar, yesh ni'ilva kainamis, ukadush. If it's simply Kedushas Damim, so there's a Kedushas Damim on this, so we say, you believe him, why? Because he could redeem it. And if you say there's no Mila, in other words, it's not Hekdash, it's just a Neder, and it's just an Isra that's put onto him on this, if it's his Mishim to the other, it's within his power to ask a Shailon. El of the Achar must be somebody else's. The Amr, and he says, I know you've done a digital Mariole, he goofed from an Allen. So, approach number three, rejected. We have no proof so far that eight Echad is Neman. And now we're going to come up with the last approach, which is the reason why we believe the eight Echad by the Isha over here. Amr of Zerami, Taichaymer, Shechmar, of the Saifa, he because of the chumras and, and all the bad things that we throw on her, if, she, if she's wrong in this, in her assessment that her husband died, because of the chumras that you place on her at the end, we made it a little easier for her before with eight echad. So the says right away, don't be machmer and don't be mekel. Let things be as they are regularly. Because we are worried about Agunas, we want her, we want to make it as easy as possible within the halachic parameters to allow her to remarry, so we allow Aid Echa to work.
go over here. Now, there's a risk that you really need to take Right. Now, so the question is, uh, how do you learn shot over here? So there's, it looks like it's a, well, okay, so that's an issue. The question is, what is this? Is this, are there a button uprooting a die right? over here? Are they not? So we have to go to the second last Tysis, which is a very difficult Tysis, but Tysis says, near Lari, the less one the name are non-sabit, the daiko minsava, the namon eid echa, the kach, min hatayra. This is not min hatayra that we're saying right now. Eli takanas chachamim hudanemon. And not only that, so it's really only the Rabbanan, but Tysus goes further and says, the Ainze Akira Stavar Min The Rabbanan are not uprooting a Taira rule. Kivan Shadaima Hadavar Hogan Lahaman. Because, uh, it, it makes sense over here to believe him, Kamosh Efesh Lakaman, the pregnant is going to have on Shabbos and stuff. Shabbadavar Shiesh Fast Tam Usmach, where you have a logical reason to believe the aid. It's not considered an uprooting thing from Minhatira. Well, you're uprooting uprooting the fact that you don't need two witnesses. So it's a lot. Tysus is saying the Rabbanan had the power to, where there's a leg to stand on over here, if you will. Saz Tam Smach. It's not considered, in other words, it's logical. And Obviously, it's up to the Rabbanan to decide where common sense, how far it goes, where it's logical to allow something like this to work. So, big Kiddush and Tysus. Tysus Yishanim brings the famous, the first wide line in the art scroll Gemaras, of the Tysus, or actually Likute Rashi, rather. Likute Rashi brings what we're more accustomed to, that called the Mekadosh Adat, the Rabbanan Mekadosh, that the Rabbanan had the power to uproot the original Kedushin through Eid Echa because of the Shemal Guna Kilopar Rabbanan. Then the question is also discussed, why is it that Daika Uminsava, what is it, how does it help as far as the Eid Echa? Tyson also said that Daika Uminsava, the Neman Eid Echa over here, how does that work? Is it because the, the, the shot that is usually, that the shot that is learned is that the woman is going to do so much research before she remarries. So therefore, the, the question is, if the, is it because the eight echad knows that the woman is required to do so much research that the eight echad himself will be more careful and therefore that's why the eight echad has more nemanis? They also, but on the other hand, you can't really say, well, what you say is that really the woman's allowed to get married right away. As soon as the ADF comes, the woman's allowed to get remarried. So the question is, when does she die commensally? So they learn that she's die commensally even after, because she's going to be die commensally after she gets married even, the, that will make it's a little circular. The Eid Echad knows that, so the Eid Echad is more trustworthy because he's not going to lie. What does the Tzishan mean when he says at the end, Vadim Who's Vadim The Eid Echad. The Eid Echad, not only that, it's a milsa that vidalagluye, it's a thing that will become revealed, so he will not, he will be careful not to lie, he won't want to lie. So, also, once again, a lot of different approaches to these issues by Kaminsa, how does it relate to the Eid Echad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, and and obviously things happen. It's, it's impossible to be. Yeah, but uh, obviously, but it's obviously not as strong. It's. Uh, it's not as strong, and obviously there's more of it. It's not two witnesses. At the end of the day, it's not two witnesses. It's not as strong, but there's enough to allow her, there's enough room that the Chumim enables her to remarry. Once again, if you could say, Adat, Kodim, the Kaddish. Sometimes they're punished. They're different, whether it's Well, then they're Oike, the Kedushim, as they... They're eicher the kedushin because the eight echad came, but it may be it's not considered an akira if it turns out that they were wrong. <laughs> okay, so a lot to a lot to discuss on this.
so that you probably plugging in the door over there. You wouldn't you wouldn't believe him on the fact that he that he said he killed him. You'd be plugging in the door over there. Somebody's listed on a on a ship, on a log of a ship, and the ship sinks. Okay, we've got a lot to do yet. Yeah, possibility that the shipwreck is somebody on a dead island for twenty years. Somebody's gonna camp and he's listed as Okay, so now we're getting to the next line, the second line of the Mishnah. We have the case. Okay, so the next the next part of today's hold hold your hats because uh, we got another uh, difficult couple of pieces over here. So we're going to the next line of the mission where it says Pesimize So we're going to have uh, she leaves the she's part of she leaves the first husband, second husband. Rob is going to make his statement, which is going to seem somewhat strange. And we're going to try to figure out what Rob meant. And then we're going to have a statement by Shmuel on the very same line. And we're going to try to figure out what Shmuel meant. Very often after the, when the Gemara begins, we have Rob and Shmuel right away discussing, qualifying what the Mishnah is saying. But here we're picking them up separately. So we have Pesimizem and says, I'm a Rob. So Rob said, Loishan, in this case of Pesimizem is there, is Loishan el Shemises the Eid Echad. Avon Nises al Pishnei Loi Tetsay, she does not go. Right now, the Havamina of the Gemara is from the second husband. This doesn't make sense. So, Machuolei, the Marava, they laughed at Rav in the West, in Eretz Yisrael, and they said, Asa Gav, the Koi, Ba'at, Amrit, Loi Tetsay? Husband's here, and you're saying she could stay with it. Her first husband returned, and you're saying she could stay, stay with the second husband? So we have to figure out, now the next number of lines, we'll figure out what did Rav mean, what is the case. Lloyd Sri is the person where it says, Lloyd Sri, we're dealing with a case, they did not recognize the husband. So, in other words, the wife is saying, he's not my husband, this is an imposter. But if that's the case, that she didn't recognize her husband, or she's saying he's not my first husband, why should, uh, why should she have to leave with even one witness? So Loitzricha, the case is the Asabe Trey, the two witnesses came. The Amra Anan Habinan Bahade. I was we were with this husband number one the entire time. And you're the ones that don't recognize him. But this is husband number one. This is really husband number one, despite the wife's denial. And how do we know that this is, what's the precedent for that? The Sivayaka Yosef the that Yosef recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. Why? Because Amr of Chisimulamitzakin, that Yosef left as a young 17-year-old without a beard, and he came, and now he's got a full beard. It, it is true when you see some people after many years with a full beard, you may not necessarily rec- recognize them. So you see it's possible that they did not recognize the husband. Just an interesting side point over here, the Ramban asked in the case uh, about how, how was it that um, – that he, how could he have recognized, the Ramban asked this question, how could Yosef recognize Yisachar and Zebulun? Because Yisachar and Zebulun were closer in age to Yosef. They perhaps didn't have beards either. So now they have beards. So how did Yosef recognize all his brothers? So that's a Ramban's kasha. So one, the answer given to that is obviously if Yisachar and Zebulun are hanging out with the other brothers, so they're probably brothers too. They're probably the same brothers. What? Yeah, but he assumed, but he had, a, he knew the number of others that, or number of, 
So that's one terrorist given. Another terrorist given is that you could recognize through voices, that there's a tzvius ayin with voices. That only applies to the language that you heard from them originally. So Yosef heard the brother speaking in Hebrew, Lashon Kaidish, so that was tzvius ayin. Yosef, Yosef was speaking in Egyptian, so the brothers would not have had the tzvius ayin of the coil through uh, Yosef. Anyways... In the case right now that we're addressing is Rob is saying that if two Aden came, no, now no, Rob, Rob is saying no, we're addressing two witnesses because Rob's statement, Shanu El that Rob is pushing aside the mission of Tatimizem his own Adah. But if two Aden came, Loitese. So that's the point that we're focused on. Edechad, Rav saying, no, no, that's fine. We're trying to figure out what Rav meant that Loitese when two witnesses came. So we're saying right now the case is that there were witnesses, two witnesses, two witnesses came originally that permitted her to remarry, and now two witnesses came and said, no, this is husband number one, he was with us from the time we left, he left, and you just don't recognize him. So in effect, we have trained trade, and that's what the Gemara says right now. So what are we left with? We have... The woman remarried through the testimony of two witnesses, and now two witnesses came and said, this is husband number one. He's alive. So the Gemara says, It's two against two, and therefore the woman is in a suffix status. And therefore she should bring an Ashim because it's a suffix. She is in a suffix. It's two against two. We have a suffix over here. So therefore, how could you say that Loitate say, and Tysus discusses really should be a Chathas, maybe not an Ashutali, so that's a... Uh, no, so in other words, it doesn't make sense that Loitate say. At this point, it doesn't make sense Loitate say. Rav's statement doesn't make sense. So we're still trying to figure out a case where Rav's statement makes sense that Loitate say. So I'm going to so we're going to flesh out this case where Rav's statement makes sense. She married one of the witnesses, one of the original two witnesses that permitted her. You'll say, how could that be? We had a Gemara many blot ago that said, Tyson Shunamasik Kasha from Chate, if they testify that he died or he was killed or he even killed him, I think, he's not allowed to marry his wife. So one Terence tries to get that there are three Aven, he rejects that. Or the better terrorist is, is that, uh, these witnesses were married to somebody else at the time of the testimony, and it's only later on that the wife, wife died. So, and then he married this woman. So, therefore, she married one of the witnesses, so the witnesses, the witness is, is bearing proof that he definitely knows the truth, but if that's true, she doesn't know. The aide knows the truth. Before the first line, we said, the person that comes on the woman should bring an Ashantali. So we've taken care of that problem that the Eid Echad is not going to have to bring the Ashantali because he knows, once again, he's sure, he's sure he doesn't bring an Ashantali. He goof of Ashantali comes, but she's still in the status of a Safi. She's just following the witness testimony, so and it's still trained trade. Mar says, but I, so how do we overcome that problem? But Mary she says, I know for sure that I, that my husband is dead, and therefore, as Rashi says, I think it's where the person, I think the person feels that he needs to bring a car, she needs to bring a carbon. Because she's, she's worried, she's worried. She has a guilty conscience, but here she doesn't because she knows for sure. What is the Chiddush? If she's married to the first witness and she's sure, so Loite say because it's two against two, but she's married to the first, first, the first set of witnesses, one of the first set of witnesses, and she's sure about it. So what's the Chiddush? What's Rat's Chiddush? And not only that, we have a machlaikis, a filu, Rabbi Menachem, the Rabbi Yosin, like Kamar. We have a halach, which we're going to quote from the Bryson momentarily. 
Even Rav Nachman, Rav Yossi, who's stricter, doesn't say his rule, El Kashavo Eidim Ba'achar Kach Nisas. If it's the, if let's say the second pair of Eidim, you had two Eidim said the woman's husband is dead, and then two other Eidim said that he's alive, and Ba'achar Kach Nisas, so Rav Nachman, Rav Yossi says she has to leave both, Abel Nisas. But if she gets married after the first set of witnesses, he doesn't say his rule. The times we learned in the Bereis, the woman should not remarry. It's two against two. The Imnisas, like takes it, Tanakama holds. If she does remarry, it's two against two. But we said, of course, that she... Marry one of the witnesses, and she's Bari, so in this is like Teitze, Rav Nachman Rav Yoisi, I'm She should leave, but Amar Rav Nachman Rav Yoisi, Amos and the Amar Teitze, when do I say she leaves? Bizman Shebo Eidim Ba'achar Kach Nisus. If it's two against two, and then she remarries. Abel Nisus, but if she remarries after the first two, Ba'achar Kach Ba'o Eidim Harezu Loiteitze, then she does not have to leave. And therefore, so this is my colleagues. He come a rab nami bisman shabo edim ba'achakachnisus la fukim dramatur of Yosi. Rav's statement is to be mechadish to us that Rav holds like Tanakama loiteisay even in the case where it's two against two before she gets married and then she gets married, but she's a bari. And she married one of the witnesses. Rav says, So now we, we fit in how Rav's statement makes sense. So some say just the opposite. Some learn what Rav meant was the following. That Rav meant to say, it's loiteitze only in the first case where it's two against two, where it's two, she remarried, and then the other two came. But if it's two against two, and then she remarried, Rav would say teitze. So his loiteitze would only be going on the first case, and Rav would then be saying, Kaman to Rav Nachman Rav Yoisi. Rav is teaching us a chiddush that he holds like Rav Nachman Rav Yoisi. So on this second shot, on this shot now, we're going to ask Akasha, is it true? Masad Rav, a Rav asked, Minayin, so Rav asked, Minayin Shimoy Rav Sadatnai. Strange word, Dapnai, that if a Kayan does not want to keep Kedush, in other words, he's the Tama himself, or he's married to a certain type of woman, which the Gemara is now going to say is our case, Bezin forces him to get to divorce her. Tamad Leimer, how do we know Shimlai Ratzadapli? Tamad Leimer, Kidashli, Balkarchai. Bezin has the power to make the claim do the right things, don't become Tame, or get rid of this wife. So, hey, what is the case about the marriage? Elaine, the Loy Nisis La Echame, the Loy Kamar Barli, Shikhalameimar, the Dapli. If, uh, of course, that's okay. If we're dealing with a regular case where the woman did not marry one of the witnesses and she wasn't buried, for sure it's Dotna. You don't have to teach me that. El Alavin must be, our case must be, the Nisus Lechameidah, the Kamra Barili, yet the Katani Dotna. Alma Mafkinin Lamine. So we see, you do, even in a case like this, which is a Kasha on Rav, even in a case like this, she has to leave the husband. What's the case where she's a... I'm saying it relates to Kahuna. No, so the point... The, the, there happens to be a case of the Kiddashtai. Right. So we're saying that if the Kain is married to a woman like this, where the... It must be a case where this woman, this Kain, the Kain was a witness, and the woman married her, the, the Kain, who was one of the witnesses, and she's buried. So... Well, it's a general problem, and the Tash is on the general problem. The Gemara will answer, Kuna is different. The first Gemara, the first Territory of the Gemara is, Isser Kuna Shani, we're stricter with a Kayim. So therefore, even in a case where it's Nisus Lechamei and she says, Bari, we're, we're saying by a Kayim that it is, that we're stricter over here. So that's, Teretz number one. Vibais Ema and Teretz number two is my dot, my dot, my behavior. 
completely different eretz. Tosis uh, Rashi says Bezdin was harmed with Shroich Achar Edim Mahakdish as a Rishonim Hamadirim. Bezdin is sort of ordered or or asked to look for other Edim that will counterclaim these Edim because they're not so sure about the first set of Edim who said that the husband is dead. Hamatirim Isaac they look Kaddish as a Kohen. They want to be absolutely sure. They want Keep the kind's kedusha and actually Yisaena of a mishenis. the once she gets married, loite say we don't make him, we don't make him forcer. Viva Yisaena and another teretz in kishavo edim va'acher kachnisus rabbanachem rab Yosi that this brisa that Rabbi is bringing is actually the case of where it was two against two and then she remarried and it's rabbanachem rab Yosi. So it's an easy way out by saying this price is Rav Nachman Rav Yosi and Rav <coughs> holds like we first said like the Tanakhama. So that's one tarot according to Rav. Rav Ashi is completely different. Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi answering the question on what Rav was talking about. My loitetze to come a Rav, loitetze mehetera harishai. She doesn't leave the first husband. Rav is saying she doesn't leave the first husband. As Rashi says, This is, once again, on the basis of, of two witnesses, she was a total oinus. So when Rav says, say, according to Ravashi, it's Mehetera Rishon. So in other words, uh, she got married. Two witnesses came she, that said the husband died. Right. She married a second guy, right. and then we have two witnesses that came, so she's allowed to go back to her first husband, because wow. she's a total honest right. over here. So over here, we say, Loi Tetze, right. Mehetera Harishan, according to Ravashi. So the Gemara asks, the Amr, so the Gemara says, Amr Rav Chavazinna, Rav already taught us this, why would he the statement of Loitate say we have another member of Rav where he taught us this rule. The Tanan as we learned in our Mishnah, Nisa Shloibrashus Muteris Lasaloi. That's our Mishnah. But Amar Rafuna Amar Rav and Rafuna said in the name of Rav. So Rav once said, This is the Halacha. So we see Rav by asking like our Mishnah had already said this rule that where two witnesses came and then were mocked by two other witnesses that she can go back to the first husband. So the Gemara answers, no, it's not a repeat by Rav himself. One was said by Rav. We don't know which one, whether he said it. Well, actually, the Hilchus is quoted in Rav Huda said in the name of Rav. And the other statement that we started today with Rav saying, was made by somebody else. It's sort of not clear maybe which one Rav said, but the, the point is that Rav himself did not say both statements. Somebody else said the other statement. Okay, so that's Rav. Now we're going to get into Shmuel. Shmuel's going to also make a comment on the mission that we're going to try to figure out what he means. Amr Shmuel, the case of of is only when the woman did not deny it. But if she denied it and said it's totally not true, she does not leave. So what does this mean? It's a very vague statement. My skin, what are we talking about? If it's two witnesses came after she remarried, my habit. It doesn't make sense. Her denial means nothing against two witnesses. We must be dealing with one witness. So in other words, one witness came after the fact and said the husband did not die. So what do we see? That's the only because she denied it. But if she was quiet, she would leave. But that's a problem because the Ha'amar Ula, we have this rule of Ula, any time the Torah believes one aid, it's as if has a strength of two, the aid the var shall The first aid was believed, he has a strength, he's equal to two. So one aid that comes afterwards does not have the power to undo that one aid that's considered as two already. So we have to change the case of the Ma'is we're dealing with people that are not typically allowed to say Aegis, because Rabbi Nechemi, the times we went to the Brisa, Rabbi Nechemi, 
What? The first group of the believed a soul aidus, you still go after the roiv days. The two women came, but soul aidus. So we say two women and then one man came after to deny what the two women said, or it's like two men, the ish echad, it's like two men against one. In other words, they can undo it. In other words, they can undo it. So if she's quiet, if she's quiet, if the wife is quiet, then she would have to leave. In other words, we're trying to find a case where if the wife does not deny it, she has to leave, and it doesn't. And the testimony that allowed her to remarry did not have the power of two witnesses. The Samer, and similar to this, you could also have a case of Kol Hechad Us Eid Echad Kasher Meikara. Any time the Samer Kol Hechad Us Eid Echad Kasher Meikara, a few Meyanashim Eid Echad Damian, and then a hundred women come afterwards. They cannot undo what the eight echad kasher did, so that's the rule. And over here, what's the case? Is hachav b'mayiskin? In our case, Shmuel is going to aset ishmiikara that a woman came originally, and then she was counterclaimed by many women afterwards. So we go after five days. But Hartzla the Rebbe Nechemia Achim. This is how we learn Rebbe Nechemia's rule. Where he said you go after right days from the So we found the case that Shmuel is referring to the two possibilities, where it's halachacha right days or kol Those are the two possible cases of Shmuel, but we still have to answer what what Reb Nechemia meant. So now we're just touching what Reb Nechemia meant. Kol mokam shemina tayra eid echad halachacha right days va'asushtei nashim be'isha achas. We make the two women, the ish achas, kishnei anashim, the ish echad, like two men against one, which would be, which would be able to overcome that. But two women and then followed by one man is kapaga upalgadami, and therefore, this would, this, therefore, it would be strong that she does not have to leave in this case. As Rashi says, four from the bottom, uh, in this case, if she was quiet, she would not have to leave. And these are all situations where it's considered like one eight. So we answer a mechemia. We have the possibilities like Shmuel. Have a good show. Okay, farewell to everyone in You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.